Well, hello, this is Ted Johnson with the Fish on Ted podcast, and I want to thank everyone for joining us today. We've got a very special guest uh, from the Lake Texoma area in Texas, and without further ado, let me um, introduce to you Cody Mullinex. Cody, are you there? Yes, I'm here, Ted. Terrific. Cody, I uh, hope all is well in your part of the world. Yes, everything uh, is going well. Couldn't be better. <laughs> well, well, good. Well, good. Well, well, Cody, um, tell us a little about yourself and the, you know, the type of fishing that you do and how you got started in the fishing business. Hey guys, uh, you know, I've always been around the water my whole life. Of I fish for stripers. I fish for catfish. Um, that's the two main two main fish I fish for on Lake Texoma, and there's abundant of them. Yeah. Um, I got I got started guiding back in 2006 is when I started guiding. But guys, I'm no stranger to the water. I've been on the water my whole life. Um, I just this is this is what it's led me to. This is a door I'm going through here. Uh, I love to fish. And this is the best way for me to stay on the water every day. A absolutely. So, so growing up as a kid, did you, did you used to fish with your uh, father or relative? Is that uh, is that who got you started? Oh yes. Uh, family was always into fishing, and Lake Texoma was our getaway. Uh huh. <clears throat> so, as a youngster, I was on the water chasing sand bass, stripers, um, catfish. So. You know, I've been on Lake Texoma a long time. It's my wow. home lake, home water. You know, and, and for those people that don't know the dynamics of Lake Texoma, I mean, Lake Texoma is huge, isn't it? I mean, it, it's hundreds of miles uh, around the lake, and it, and it gets its name from being on the uh, border of Texas and Oklahoma. Isn't that right? Yeah, it does border Texas. Oklahoma. It is one of the largest reservoirs in the nation. It's, uh -huh. uh, I think, ranked up at the fifth. It's a man-made lake. We got two rivers that feed this thing. We got the Red River. We got the Washita River. Yeah. And uh, Texoma, uh, they started stocking stripers back in the 80s. They didn't know that this fish was going to um, be able to reproduce in this lake, but everything's perfect right here on Lake Texoma. We got the river systems, we got the salt that they need for their great spawnings. Uh huh. It it really has turned into quite a striper lake, hasn't it? Oh yeah, this is one of the world's best striper lakes in the in the in the nation for sure. Hands yeah, down. The yeah. You numbers know, are just planted. I, I was going to say, you know, most people um, think of the striper is is a both a saltwater and freshwater fish as they come in out of the salt and then they spawn and then they go back in uh, into the into the salt. But in your part of the world, stripers are in freshwater, you know, twelve months out of the year, right? Oh yeah, you bet. They're 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 here. Um, like I said, you know, they stocked them in the 80s and then they took off, you know. They didn't know actually that they were going to reproduce, but they do. Yeah. You know, everything's just out here 
for them to do that. A lot of a lot of reservoirs, if you look, you know, you'll see some stocking histories of stripers. Those are the one lakes that you cannot that they will not reproduce in. So uh, okay. really just uh, something to pay attention to, you know, like Lake Texoma, you know, you're always going to have fish here, you know, yeah. it's, a, it's a natural lake. So how far back do you remember catching stripers at Lake Texoma? Uh, probably 80, at least 82. That's that's how far back I can remember. Wow. And we was catching big ones then, you know, right below the dams, you know, as a kid, you know, dad, dad liked to fish the rivers a lot, and we got the Denison Dam back there. So if they are kicking water out, you can, you can catch stripers below there and some really nice ones. But, you know, everything is going to be right. Well, well, Cody, I, uh, some of our listeners may recognize your name because you've had some notoriety in the past as being a, a world record holder. Um, and can, you, can you tell us a little about that? Oh, yeah, you bet. Yeah. Um, 2004, um, you know, I had an experience of a lifetime. I caught a world record catfish uh, that weighed 121 and a half pounds, oh, my. 60 inches long. 39 and a half inches on the girth. Um, yes, this lake right here holds world-class blue cats. Um, I've had clients, you know, boat them up to 92 pounds. You know, um, just a really nice fishery. And then we have a lot of a lot of eating fish too. So what I call eating fish are, you know, two to 10 pounds. So uh-huh. those are the ones that we like, we like to harvest. We really don't like to bring in our big brute fish. It's just a pitcher fish you know and uh we try to keep the genetics you know and uh let them reproduce and then and then just a couple years ago didn't you boat another big blue catfish yes we had a customer uh first time guest uh come in and uh we wasn't out there but an hour ted and uh believe it or not the man got a bite with a 92 pound blue cat so Oh my! Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's a fish of a lifetime, right there. When you start getting in in that rank, right there, that's a fish of a lifetime. Yeah. So I, I'm just curious. I mean, as as a, as the fishing guide, um, and and he brings in a 92 pound fish. How does that affect your business? I mean, do, do, I would imagine that uh, your phone kind of blows up at that point, doesn't it? With oh yeah. Yeah, it was a huge media feed. Um, I mean, this thing went viral at a, at a 92-pound blue cat. And uh, so these these fish grab a lot of attention. Um, a lot of people are, are just astound, you know, that these fish get this size and that they're, in, they're here, you know. They're in right in your backyard in your lakes. Yeah, so. that's a huge fish, man. Well, well good for you. So, so in, in regards to the 2019 season for Lake Texoma, I know there's some good news, but, but what's, you know, what, what's, what's the, the, the word from the lake? How, how are things shaping up for the season coming up? Already, Ted, you know, we're bringing in limits of fish every time we go out. Uh-huh. Um, 
Well, they've done some sampling this year. Hey, we, we got twice the fish that we had last year. So it's we, we really need everybody's help. You know, this is this is going to be a catching year. We need to catch a lot of fish and bring them out of this lake. Um, so, you know, a lot of that's up to the customers and, and guests. So, yeah. I mean, this is not going to be just a fishing year. This is going to be a catching year. Wow, that's good to hear. So, so what's the limit now on Lake Texoma? Does it vary between the, 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 where you put in at based on the state that you're in, or how does that work? Both sides, Oklahoma and Texas, are, you know, is that agreement? You get to keep 10 fish per person. Okay. And then that 10, in that 10 fish, you can keep two over 20 inches. Uh huh. Even on the little sampling that they done, the little DNR that they done on Texoma for the stripers for 2019, we have got more 20 to 26 inch, inch fish and bigger than they've ever seen. Really? Or have or have recorded? Yes. So it ain't just going to be a lot of numbers. It's going to be a lot of big fish as well. Oh, that's fantastic. So uh, in, in regards to a Lake Texoma striper at 26 inches, what, what's the general weight on that, Cody? Uh, 26 inches. I mean, you're looking at probably eight-pound fish. That's a good um, But you're going to see 30-inch fish. You know, that's when you start bumping, bumping up there in them double digits. Yeah. What, what's the biggest uh, striper you've taken off the lake? I personally, you know, it's 24 pounds, and we do have them bigger. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that, being from the Northwest, you're you're talking salmon-sized fish. Those things are huge. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and they're going to pull your string. They're going to test you. I'm telling you, this is one of the most fighting fish that you've been on the other end of the line of for fresh water. It's just bounding. Really? Pound for pound. Yeah. Pound for pound, they're going to tug your line. No kidding. Now, do they put on any uh, sort of aerial battles, or is it all under the water, or, or how? It's how all under fight? the water. Uh, yeah. Once once they take that, they're going to dive. So they're oh. going to really be rod tip over. Uh-huh. And and then it's your job to get them to the boat once or twice, right? Oh, yes. Yes. We'll, <laughs> we'll have a few of those. Yeah. You run away. Oh yeah, yeah. That that sounds like a king salmon, you know, where you where you get pounded and then they just head straight for the bottom. And they're usually looking for structure. Oh, oh God, that's frustrating. Oh yeah. So now in uh in, in, in your striper fishing, what um what's your favorite way to fish for them? Oh man. Yeah. Uh I love it all, Ted. You know, yeah. I'll do some bait fish, and then I'll switch and do some slaps when when time is right. I like throwing soft baits. I like mixing it up, man. It's just, uh, it's great either way, Ted. Yeah. So, so um, you know, this year, coming into this year, you, they can keep 10 on the boat uh, per fisherman. But how many fish are, are they typically catching because they have to release some if they're they're catching larger fish 
Uh, how many fish are, are people bringing to the boat each day? I, you know, if I got six people, that's 60 fish that I intend to put in the cooler. So, um, you know, with us having all these large fish as well, we will be catching and releasing some because of the numbers, yeah. without a doubt. Uh, you know, we're catching 80 to 100 fish, you know, or we run out of bait. You know, I can only carry so much. So. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Uh, that's amazing. And and you can carry how many fishermen on your boat? I like to fish uh, for scrappers, if we're live baiting, you know, six people. Okay. Six people's the max. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But six plus me, so. Yeah, that keeps you busy, doesn't it? And I mean, running the net and and uh, all the tendon and stuff. Oh, yeah, it's a madhouse in that boat. I mean, it's just fish on, bait. You name it. It's you're running the whole time. Wow. So I'm I'm just curious. What what do you do in your spare time? I mean, you know, the the kind of unwind. A lot of us go fishing, but you do that seven days a week a lot of times. What what, what do you do to unwind? Well, and I fish. You know, I get asked this question a lot. You know, um, there's other fish I see. You know, that I I, I personally like to go catch. Um, you know, I like to do a lot of crappie fishing. I like to hang out. I like to be around my family. I love to cook. Um, just, you know, I'm just easy, laid back, and love to fish. Yeah. Oh, that's great, man. Now, you, you and I have known each other for a while, and that's the first time that I've, I've heard you say you like to cook. Are you, you, you cook a lot? Well, I cook on the real kids. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not much in the kitchen. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I could put a I could put a mean steak or pork chop or, or some fish on the grill, but that's, <laughs> that's, uh, well that that's that's my well, kind of that's that's my kind of my kind of cooking with a frosty beverage and enjoying a little sunshine and uh smelling smelling some briquettes, huh? Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'll be there. That's good times. So uh, now now for those that don't know um, you know, you, we've been mentioning that they, that people keep stripers. They're good eating, aren't they? Oh, yeah. You can cook them a hundred different ways. You know, you can, you can blacken them, bake them, uh, make tacos at them, brown, uh, grill them out on the grill. I mean, there's not a wrong way to catch or cook this, this stripper. Yeah. And, and how long can you freeze them for? I mean, are they are they good for a year, or do you, should you eat them sooner uh, than what's what? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. So I was just going to ask what what's the uh, you know what's the protocol for freezing them? Uh yeah, uh, like you were saying, you, you keep them up to a year if if they're properly sealed right. You know, uh, we just freeze them in water and they'll they'll stay good. Yeah, for over a year. So you're good on that part. Uh, mm -hmm. and um, the catfish is the same you know it'll it'll keep it'll keep as long as you uh, all, all, full of water and yeah pull them out of, pull them out of the, uh, the the freezer and let them let them thaw make some hush puppies and, and you've got quite a meal huh 
Oh, yeah, you bet. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, so, Cody, um, I would imagine that you've got quite a few sponsors that uh, help you out throughout the year with uh, tackle and, and promotion and that sort of thing. Who, who's sponsoring you right now? Well, we've got Team Catfish number as one of our biggest sponsors. Uh, Team Catfish with Jeff Williams. Yeah. He's also got Fleet. We use we use Team Catfish Terminal Tackle for all of our catfishing. We use Fleet Fly. I, I love their crappie uh, kickers and little go-go minnows. I fish the stroppers. I use their slabs. Um, their, I use their slabs. Flabbing season. Uh -huh. um, AEG hooks, uh, TTI and Blakemore. You know, these guys, uh, they got some of the best hooks in the world. Um, yeah. And they're terminal. Um, dude, there's, there's several more, Ted. Um, well, I would imagine like, that you uh, knocking on your door pretty consistently, don't you? Well, it's, it's yeah, yeah. We tried to work. We tried to work with the with the guys. I mean, get their products out there. Uh, the ones that I'm using are great guys. I've I've fished them for years and years, and uh, it's my go-to tackle. If you want to know what I'm using, I mean, it's catfish. It's T T and I and Blakemore. I mean, the Roadrunners, the Daisy Hooks, um, just uh, and then there's Fleet Fly. We use their slabs, and uh, on my personal fishing, I like to use their go-go minnows, their crappie kickers. They got a ton, tons of tackle. Yeah. And I love to eat. Oh, that's no, that's terrific. So, so changing things up just a little bit. As, as a fishing guide, you've got hundreds, if not thousands, of stories that you can tell about taking people. Um, out fishing, but do you, do you have one trip that's most memorable in your mind um, as uh, kind of a trip of the lifetime? I uh, I think the most important ones is the ones I've spent with uh, with my kids. Um, I think it's very important that we get our kids out here on the water, guys. Uh, we need them out fishing, get them out hunting. Um, mm -hmm. I think there's well-spent time. That's time that you'll never forget. I agree. I mean, with all the distractions that the kids have uh, with their electronics and all the other things that they've going, got going on in life, we sort of lost that, haven't we? Yes, yes we have. And uh, uh, Man, you know, I'm getting some kids out there now, though, but, you know, they're, they're fishermen, and I'd like to see a lot more. Yeah. Um, it does take them up. Phone. They they're getting a little something else out there. They're getting a connection with Mother Nature out there. Yeah, and it's and it's very important that we get our kids out there, Ted. Absolutely, a absolutely. I I think it builds character and get them out there being active, and and that that's obviously important. So, so do you do you fish a lot of families uh, or uh, father sons or mother mother and sons or mother and daughters? I mean, do you, do you have a lot of those uh, people trips with you? Yeah, and I, and I need to do more of it to be honest with you, Ted. And uh, you know, we get we get busy, we get wrapped up in things, but we need to take time to do that. Uh -huh. um, yes, I, 
I mean, my wife fish together. Uh, anytime I get an opportunity to put my two boys in the boat and go fishing, I make time to go do that. Um, oh, that's awesome. Now, in regards, that's good. Yeah, in regards to clients and that sort of thing, do you have a lot of uh, families that come fish with you? Oh yeah, you bet, you bet. Mm-hmm. And I've got a lot of lot of close ones. You know, they they've been fishing with me for a long time, and uh-huh. uh, they're just like family. Uh, you know, they get the routine. He, you know how I fish, and you know, and and we just get the job done. We go out there and we uh, we rip and grip, you know, grip and rip. <laughs> <laughs> so with with Lake Texoma having so many different species of fish. I mean, do you, do you run combo trips? I mean, when you take people out, are are you going after a specific species, or do you kind of mix things up on on folks? Well, I started it a little bit this year. You know, during like the fall months and the early winter part. You know, about the December, January. You know, I'll do a little bit of combo trip. We'll do some artificials for stoppers and maybe, you know drag some lines around for some catfish um oh. but it's hard for me um to carry all that tackle for two different species this year i've kind of made it work um mm-hmm. i can well, i can get some striper fishing in and, and we can drag some catfish lines and i'll try to catch a few of those but not every month is 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 for that um you know as the months heat up the water heats up you know, it's um, the bite really gets after it, um, and uh, you know, there's the fish are just eating like crazy. Um, yeah. so I target one species, got it. So, are you, how, how does your schedule look for the rest of this year? Uh, are there still some good dates available that people can uh, come fish? Oh. Yes, yes, there's a, there's dates to be filled. It is uh-huh. looking up. I'll look them up now. I know everybody don't get to fish during the week. They need weekends. Book those. Now, right. if you can, there is a benefit of fishing during the week. During the week, the lake is not nearly as crowded, guys. And that's, uh, that plays a huge deal on the fishing, too. So, uh, if you get down in a week, that's great. Thank book the weekend. You you make a really good point that uh, um, you know going out and fishing in the middle of the week, um, you know, uh, uh, thins the herd a little bit, and you can uh, uh, pick and choose a few more spots to fish. I I would imagine. Um, in in regards to you know the going going out and 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 fishing, uh, you know, in the middle of the week, do you offer uh, maybe half day uh, uh, charters or, or uh, 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 where you'll, you'll take people out in the afternoon or anything like that, Cody? Yes, we do run morning and afternoon trips. Uh-huh. So, um, Piper is built pretty much, you know, during the warmer months is built for half days, okay? So you're, uh, you're getting four or five hours of fishing in. Sometimes you might not be getting that because limits guys once we get a limit you know i'll fish you a little bit but you know we can't sit there and just hook fish after fish and, and release or or be letting you know um uh fish getting found hooked or something and dying so uh 
we uh, die on that as well. But uh, for the most part, we're going to catch a lot of fish, and, uh, and we're going to strive to get our limits. So there you there you go. And then when you get back to the dock, do you prepare the fish uh, for their trip yeah. on that? I'll fly them and bag them for them. I'll, I'll send them send them back with some info on on packaging and and everything. But I do go ahead and put them in Ziploc bags uh-huh. and uh, off fillet uh, the fish for them. So they're they're all good to go. All Great. all they need is a fishing and and getting the boat. Oh, fishing line. Yeah. So with 10 fish, what what do people usually uh, come away with in regards to the, the net talent fillets? Right now, what I'm seeing is everybody's going to walk away with a gallon bag of fish. And that's for the day to day. You're going to come, you're, I mean, you're going to get one gallon bag plum full of fillets. That, that's, that's a number of meals right there, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that's. You know, we're looking uh, one gallon bag feeding twelve or fifteen people, or splitting that up. You know, so you got small family three or four. You know, you can break that up in three different settings. So, yeah, 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 no kidding. Gosh, and if you bring a family, holy smokes, you've uh, you've got people fed for a few weeks, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to be posting some pictures on the website. I mean, you can see what I'm talking about when you see the table, guys. Um, it's loaded. And uh, this is – the body is not going to slow down. It's going to heat up, and we need y'all's help uh, <laughs> out here on Texas. <laughs> uh, I love it. So, so how do people get a hold of you, Cody? Uh, it's very simple, guys. Just go to Cody's, Cody's Guide Service. Online. You can uh, look at the calendar. You can pick your day. You can see what's booked, what's not booked, what time we're starting, where we're meeting. Uh, and there's my phone number there available if you need to get a hold of me. Very good. And like you were saying, that if you're wanting to get some of the more popular uh, uh, times, such as weekends or maybe holidays, I'd I'd call you sooner or later, right? Than later because of your your calendar filling up. Yeah, that's, that's, that's for sure, Ted. I mean, the the weekends and the holidays, they're going to go first. Um, yeah. Nature. Nature of this business. But uh, so I advise or somebody looking for a trip to get on there and book those now. So if, if you had a, a family reunion or something like that where you've got, uh, you know, 10 or 12 people that want to fish, can you accommodate them? Oh, yeah. We can accommodate the biggest group. Uh, me too. I can hire in other boats to come in and help. That's what we do here on Texoma. We work together. So uh, providing other boats for for big families or company groups or anything of that nature, uh, we can we can accommodate. Terrific, terrific. Well, Cody, I sure appreciate the the time that you've taken away and and have spent with us tonight. Um, I wish you the best in two thousand and nineteen. Um, anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners before I'm, I think you're probably heading to bed because you're probably fishing in the morning. Yes, I'm going to, I'm going to be up at 2 a.m. Uh, catching bait, Ted. Uh, so 
Yeah, uh, guys, uh, big shout out. Just come fishing Cody's God service. Man, I need your help. Book now. You know, you, 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 the, the, there is a calling here, isn't there? The, 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 you rarely hear, you know, to the fishermen going, we've got too many fish. We need your help to uh, eradicate this lake as best as possible in 2019. <laughs> what, a, what a mantra, man. <laughs> it's a bad problem to have, ain't it? <laughs> it sure is. Hey, well, thanks again, Cody. I appreciate uh, you sharing uh, today with with the listeners, and uh, you know, for uh, people that are looking for a great time to catch a lot of fish um, in 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 Texas or the surrounding states, Cody's the guy to call. So, thanks again, Cody. Well, hello, this is Ted Johnson with the Fish on Ted podcast, where we talk about the business of hunting and fishing.